السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن وله All praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Peace and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Peace and salutations upon his family, upon his friends and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. We welcome each and every one of you. After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, as many of us, we are aware that, and I'm sure all of us, we know of someone, whether a family member or a friend, that has taken the journey of Hajj this year. And maybe some of you sitting here have performed Hajj. And for those that have not performed Hajj, we ask Allah Azza wa Jal that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala makes it easy for you to fulfill this obligation. And as we know, Hajj is one of the pillars of Islam. And Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma who was the son of Umar ibn Khattab, who was the second Khalifa of Islam. He narrates to us a hadith and he says that Bunyal Islam ala khams, that Islam is built on five things. This is the pillars, this is the foundation of Islam. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that Islam, the first pillar of Islam is Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah That I be witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final messenger of Allah and then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, and to establish salah, your five daily prayers, and to pay your zakah if you meet that requirement, to fast in the month of Ramadan, and the fifth and the final pillar is to perform hajj. And the hajj or the school of hajj Madrasatul Hajj is a school, it is a madrasa that has many lessons that the Hajj, the person that's performing Hajj, that he or she can derive from it, as well as us that is here in South Africa, in Cape Town, the southernmost tip, that we as Muslims, we as believers can draw certain lessons from Hajj as well. 
And as I mentioned, there are many lessons to be taken from the school of Hajj. So let us see how many lessons we can look at. And the first and the most important lesson that a Muslim draws and takes out from Hajj or from this madrasa, from the school of Hajj is tahqiq tawheed It is the reality, the establishment of tawheed of knowing who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is and to have sincerity ikhlas for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if a survey were to be done and someone were to stand here would stand outside and ask various tulab ask various students what is the purpose of life some will say no it's to get a degree to get a nice wife to get married to have a few children to go on holiday every year to make sure my pension fund is good to make sure I have a nice house to have a nice car but is that really is that really why Allah placed myself and yourselves on this dunya or is there something greater and the answer to this is there is something greater and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself in surah Dhariyat he explains why he created myself and yourselves and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says وَمَا خَلَقُتُ الْجِنَّ insa إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُ that I've not created mankind and jinn except what? except that they worship me except that they have tawheed in me in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the main lesson of hajj this is what hajj brings out this is what hajj teaches us and this is why the hajj he utters and this hadith is narrated by Jabir radiallahu an and Jabir radiallahu an he says that on the hajj of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam فَأَهَلَّ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ That the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he proclaimed and the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he uttered and the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he uttered بالتوحيد with the oneness of Allah and the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said لَبَّيْكَ اللَّهُمَّ لَبَّيْكَ This is known as the Talbiyah and this is known as At-Tawheed because here the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says oh Allah labbaik Allahumma labbaik he says oh Allah I am here oh Allah I am present oh Allah I don't ascribe any partners to you oh Allah now I am here for your sake I've left my family I've left my job I've left my city I left my country and I'm standing in front of you oh Allah I've even got rid of my clothing and I'm standing in two white sheets in front of you oh Allah and then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he utters and he says labbaik Allahumma labbaik labbaik la sharika laka labbaik 
He says that you have no partner. And again, I come to you, O Allah. I hasten to you, O Allah. Inna alhamda. That indeed all praise. Wa ni'mata. And grace. Luck is for you, O Allah. Wal mulk. And all of the kingdoms. The whole of the earth. Everything is for you, O Allah. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he ends the talbiya again. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he says and he emphasizes and he says la sharika lak. And you have no partner. So this is the fundamental of every believing male and female. That it is tawheed, it is the oneness of Allah who subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we live in a time, we live in a society that there are many ideologies, there are many claims, there are many movements that is contrary to the teachings of Allah Azza wa Jal and contrary to the teachings of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And as the Hajj, as he walks, as he walks on certain days during his Hajj, he utters these words continuously. He inculcates these words of Tawheed in himself and the people around him. And as the Prophet ﷺ, he mentions regarding this Talbiyah, regarding this Labaik, in a hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, he says that Jibreel والسلام, he came to me and he taught me this Talbiyah. And as we know, Jibreel والسلام, is of the best of Malaika and he brings this Talbiyah to the best of creation, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And if one looks at another important lesson from the school or from the madrasa of Hajj, then we will find that this lesson is the lesson of taqwa, of God consciousness. Again, the Hajj that's performing his pilgrimage, he needs to be God conscious all the time. He needs to make sure whilst he's in the haram, he doesn't cut his hair. She needs to make sure that the hijab is always on. The Hajj needs to make sure they don't cut their nails, etc. So there's certain things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that generally in life it's fine to do. But when in ihram and on hajj, then one cannot do certain things. So a person needs to be God conscious. We need to have taqwa. And this taqwa is not only for the hajj. But this taqwa, God consciousness is for myself and for yourselves. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says to us, وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ شَدِيدُ الْعِقَابِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says that be God conscious وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Be God conscious وَاعْلَمُوا And know 
that Allah that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala huwa shadidul iqab that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is severe in punishment as well the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he informs us in a hadith and this hadith is found in the jami of Imam At-Tirmidhi rahimallahu ta'ala the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says kunt. he says that be conscious of Allah azza wa jal wherever you are Wherever you might find yourself, whether it's at UCD, whether it's in the shopping mall, whether it's at home, whether it's on the cricket field, the soccer field, wherever you might find yourself, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, through Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Ittaqillaha haythu ma kunt, that be God conscious wherever you are. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says to the person that's performing hajj وَتَزَوَّدُوا فَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الزَّادِ التَّقْوَى And take provisions But the best provision for the one that's going on hajj And the best provision for all of us in this life is taqwa God consciousness So be God conscious Know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all aware of what we do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing and all seeing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows exactly what we are doing. And the last lesson, the last lesson that I would like to highlight with regards to the school of Hajj is a very important lesson and a lesson that each and every one of us can inculcate in our lives the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam regarding his hajj the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said khudu anni manasikakum the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said take from me your pilgrimage and this lesson is a lesson for each and every believing male and female with regards to our deen with regards to our religion when it comes to ibadah when it comes to worship then we take what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has given us and we leave off what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has left off. As Allah azza wa jalla mentions in Surah Al-Hashr, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ That take what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has given you and leave off what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has left off. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we are living in a time, we are living in a society where everyone is looking for a role model. And some unfortunately they find their role models on the soccer field. Some find their role models with music stars, with movie stars. Some find their role models 
with things or with people that are not following the deen of Allah Azza wa But ultimately, ultimately the role model for myself and yourself is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he taught us, he taught us how to worship Allah Azza wa There's no addition, there's no subtraction. Whatever Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us, this is our deen. Take salah for example. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli. He says, make salah like how you see me make salah. I can't come here today. We're going to perform salatul jumu'ah. I can't come and you say, you know what, subhanallah, today I feel super pious. Right? I feel extremely holy. So we're going to make three rakats for Jummah today. If I make the salam, what's going to happen afterwards? Right? I might be beaten up or thrown out of you because you only consist of two rakats. So like that, for all types of ibadah, whether it's dua, whether it's fasting, whatever ibadah it is, it adds to be in conformity with the Quran and with the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My time is up. Right? I know some of the brothers and sisters as exams. We ask Allah azza wa jal to make it easy. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we don't only get from this university graduates in whatever field you are studying, but that we get Muslim graduates. Right? There's no problem with engineering or medicine or whatever you study. But first know that you are a Muslim and then an engineer or whatever field you are in. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu wa la ilaha illa. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa